This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Yes, episode 24, we are the Wilsons. We are the kid-making, bill-paying. <laughs> kid-making, bill-paying. Son of a gun. Woo! Woo! Yes, love. We back. Uh, so, as you can tell by the intro, you already know what we was watching uh, this past Tuesday. The H. The GOAT. The best to ever do it. I don't even, we, we're not even going to go and give you a top five. We already know who's... Uh, Ric Flair's die line, die line, die line, <laughs> die line, and die line. That, that that is the end of it. So, uh, but how'd you how'd you watch it? How'd you enjoy it? Yeah. Okay, so I still have a lot of respect for him, but it chipped away to me the allure, the mystique. the mystique, and you left feeling kind of bad for him. It, cause it's not really him. It's like he. It's like basically, if you were to sum it up in some, what, wait, what is that in the in the in six sad world? What was that on? Uh, Daria. <laughs> <laughs> Daria. On six sad world, it's like basically, dude was adopted, um, could never really connect with his parents because they were like, they were like, um, they just were different intellectuals, and Rick was like get her done and you know <laughs> he just wanted to be out here doing whatever <laughs> and so he found a niche that he was really good at but his parents couldn't enjoy it because they didn't understand it so he created this like life for himself that was like it was almost like the Miz like but it's like the Miz knew that's not his real life it's like if the Miz decided to live as a Miz forever in all settings that's but I walked away feeling, and then it's just like, okay, yeah, he got, he has, he's so talented, all the respect, but then I just, like, at what price? Because the part that really fucked me up was when, you know, uh, what was it, Triple, Triple H was like, basically, he was just like, listen, you know, with Rick, you got, there's the truth a lie and then there's Rick's story. I mean, <laughs> like I just like basically how he broke it down like, yo, um so your son has this uh drug problem. And you know, Rick just didn't want to hear it. It's just like he finally got his best friend, like his son. Yeah, he had what, to create what his, him. What was his son? Reed. Reed, like Reed was like the best friend, the father, the brother, the everything that he always wanted, and he just he just couldn't see past that and he died because he couldn't be a father. He was being Ric Flair. So, I mean, like I said, I enjoyed it. Like, cause there was definitely great moments when you got to see, you know, Ric Flair, but at the end of the day, you'd be like, damn, what is all this cost? And that's how I kind of move in life. Like there could be some really great opportunities, but at the end of the day, you got to be like, what do you think is going to cost you? And are, are you able to pay that price? 
True. Um, two things I took away from what you just said. One, don't ever mention Miz with Ric Flair. <laughs> That's one. But <laughs> no, I got but I, no, but I got the, what you were saying. No, not wrestling. Come on now. Come I got on. no. I got what you were saying. I just had to. That was. Uh, you, it's like number one. Don't don't disrespect Flair. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's it's a uh, Superman and Clark Kent. Like that's what you saw. You saw you saw Superman. You know, with the with the Rolexes and you know the wrestling and being the best. And then you saw Clark Kent with the glasses and the nerd and being disrespected. You know, so you didn't you didn't. And Ric Flair was he didn't like being Richard Flair. No, even Shawn Michaels said that he's like I don't even think he knows him cares to know him Mm-mm. he he don't want to if, like he 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 is who he said he was he became rick flair he invented rick flair the nature boy and he became that person it's like when and i i can only compare it to like comic books but it's like when the when the person becomes the superhero and they're that and they're the superhero full time like there's no more uh Bruce Wayne, he's like he's Batman all the time. Yeah, like he's always right. he's always Batman. It's like if Spider Man was never Peter Parker. He hated being Peter Parker. Yep. And he was always Spider Man. That's what Ric Flair was. And then you know, just like in in Spider Man, you know, being great power come great responsibility. He he lost a lot being Spider Man. He missed out on a lot being Spider Man. Just like Ric Flair missed out on his kids growing up. I don't even think that nigga care. No, no. Because <laughs> there's still that arrogance in him. He's just like, I'm Rick no, bitch. No, like, I, I, I definitely think he does care now. And in the moment, I don't think, I, I think, I think. When he's aging. I think he death. thought like, all right, I provided them this great life. I provided them with all these things. Like, you know, like Charlotte slash Ashley. Were you know. all his kids provided for equally? Because yeah. I kind of got the feeling that one family had it kind of better off. Well, it's not that they had it better off. Um, From what I've understood, like from other uh things I've read and saw like from the book, they all got provided for. But as far as the time... And attention, it was Charlotte and Reed. Yeah, they got a little bit more because they were younger. And he had... he. I guess he started to realize a l- later on, like... You. you know, David and uh, I can't remember his other daughter's name, but they they were there when he was young, when he really had to grind, when you had to work like 400 days. <laughs> true. No, that's true. The wrestling has evolved. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you're like, right. th- like he was like, you work six days a week. You know, you wrestle for one hour Monday through Saturday and then you wrestle twice on Sunday. Yo, can, can we just... I want to do an Ancestry.com on Ric Flair because I need to figure out what is in his genetics that could allow him to drink. Oh, he's a mute. Like, like, they're like, and you know, and they just, they said it in the, the thing, but I all, I kind of feel like when he, when they showed it in the cartoon, like when he was telling the counselor, like it was kind of like glossed over, but it's just like, do y'all understand how not normal this is? Like, Anybody else would be dead. He drank like 10 beers a day for, from, he said from what, 1981 to 1999? And he's still drinking. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But he was in a plane crash. He broke his back. Like legitimately broke his back. Not like a Mike Tyson spinal. Oh my God. (laughs) But like Like, legitimately broke. 
Yeah. He, he died like three weeks ago and came, came back. back. Yeah, like, I want to know what he Yo. has. Is he like mixed with like wolf and bear? <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got some. A little bit of mutant. He, he got a little bit of Logan in his blood. Yeah, exactly. Yo. Like, what? Like, and I want to see like, what does his liver look like? How? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't. You like, mean this liver? Because I'm sure he. this is like his third or fourth. I don't think so. M- maybe he had two livers. You know, like some people. I, I don't. He didn't have the time. He was always working. No, I'm saying maybe he was just born with two livers. I need to know. Like he got like, the liver and yo, the backup we, liver. Yo, you hear us joking about this, but I really need to know. Like when he passes away one they day. They need to study his body. I need, I need them to study his body because I need to know how the fuck this even happened. <laughs> because yo, unless he's like, uh, what you would call it, um. Bruce Willis, unbreakable <laughs> and yeah. shit. Like that's the only thing I can think of. Like seriously. And then you said he he always claims that he broke his back, but no one's seen shit. You know what I mean? Who who you? No, he it's evidence he broke. Oh, there was actual pictures. He, he was in a plane crash. Oh, because I was like, that's maybe, when he broke his back. I was like, maybe he's just telling us shit. No, because remember Bruce Willis lied to his wife to no. keep his family together. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying. On the, on the, on the w, on the WWE documentaries, they showed the, the actual X-rays. He was in a plane crash. Okay. Like people died in the plane crash. Okay, I'm just you saying, know, like I'm just saying, they're saying something. something one of the Valentine, one of the Valentine brothers died in the plane crash. So this was like there's actual documented. And you it know, didn't kill him. So like no. nothing can kill him. It didn't kill him. It broke his back. He came back and wrestled like six months later or some stupid shit like that. That's unheard of. Yeah, because he's Ric Flair. He is like, another reason. Well, hold on. We didn't even talk about why. I mean, that that's all that's well and good. But Ric Flair is the goat. Well, one, he has a thirty for thirty, and what most people don't even consider a real sport. Even though wrestling, oh yeah, he, you could see his face yeah. get all kind of pissed off when you start yeah, talking no, that and, shit. Yeah, no, and he and he gave a shout out to ESPN for finally starting to recognize wrestling as a legitimate athletic competition, even though it's scripted. Yeah, but yo, this dude is a sixteen-time world champion. He's one of the most influential, like hip hop. Yep. Yo, there's songs called Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to Ghostface and Pastor Troy and Pusha T and Killer Mike and all of the, the artists that represent all of the Griselda boys, uh Smoke mm-hmm. Dizzard, but it's so he's so impactful on so many levels. You know, we talk they show the athletes, yep. how they all you know, it, in fact, how, you know, homage to him and stuff. At, yeah. at, at a lot of basketball games, when you uh when you hit free throws, you hear the woo. Yeah. <laughs> so you know it's. Yeah, I He's... mean, it, it was great. It I I really like this because I think hell if you would have given if you do like a double package if you shared like his. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> wait a wait a minute. What are we talking about? A WWE um the wrestling you know story autobiography and then you pair this the thirty for thirty. I think that would be a good match, yeah because because you know you know I watched it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I was I was fired up. You lucky I wasn't down here. Uh, elbow drop in the chair. <laughs> the couch almost caught a figure four. Yeah, shoot. You know it was real when Hulk Hogan's like, listen, this nigga just Hulk made no. me look good. Hulk, Hulk no. Yeah, but for a while, you know, when people would say that to him, he'd be a it's, little, it's mad disrespectful. He yeah. would be he'd be little he'd be a little arrogant about it. Sh- he would. It, it changed. Shout out to my, to my uh to my brothers in the chat who think Hulk Hogan is a go. We know what time it is though. Ooh. Thinks he's the we, goat. we they share we we I won't even put him on blast, but they know, they Ooh. they know, 
They know. You need to start hanging out with better friends. That's what you need to do. <laughs> woo! Woo! We are the Wilsons. Woo! Woo, woo, woo! Six million ways to die. Choose one. But I don't know where the fuck I'm headed Up or down, right or left, life or death I see myself in the midst of smoke Death becomes any nigga that takes me for a joke We hit a five dollar stick, now we putting in work Unaccountable amounts of dirt Death becomes all niggas, anybody killer You know what the deal is, nigga, you know what the real is I see is. some more brand niggas on the corner flagging me down Singing your dad, what's up with the path? Is that nigga Snoop all right? Hey, yo, what's up with the crew? Is them niggas in jail or is the niggas through? I said if you ain't up on things, Snoop Dogg is the name, dog pound the gang. It's like this, they don't understand. It's an everyday thing to gangbang. Make that switch, don't be a bitch, let these niggas know. What's up with you, I represent the pound of death row. And can't no other motherfucker in LA alone beat your cop in the YTDOGs. Nah, you can't come and you can't run and you can't see long to the G's of the gang. One gun is all that we need to put you to rest. Dead in your chest. Now you dead in the motherfucker creeping and sleeping six feet deep and fucking with the pound. It's suicide, it's a suicide. Suicide, it's a suicide. Suicide, it's a suicide. Suicide, it's a suicide. And we're back for segment two of On the Couch with the Wilsons. And uh, every now and then my... uh, <laughs> What do you call this? A solo mission? Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then, I like to go sneak off and watch mm-hmm. series. She like to myself. dip off without me. I do because because you get too intense. Like I like to watch things at my own time. Like I'm the kind of person who can watch like five episodes and really like the show and come back to it six months later. That's not working for Philip. I want it all, Daddy. Exactly. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out to Styles. <laughs> Exactly. So, and I and plus I like to lay up in the bed and and Phil has to be downstairs in his entertainment center. So, oh, your man cave. Oh no 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 no. What is this? This is the command center. The command center. Okay. Right. So occasionally I will go off on Please my own. The baby. And I will watch stuff on my own. So I um checked out Mine Hunters. Now, this is the thing. If you're not into the same things that I'm into, you probably are not going to enjoy this because what do you always say with your um, particular set of skills, yeah. like or, or your wire bag or whatever it is you be talking about? See you, see you, you, you throwing got, a lot of shots out. Like you disrespecting the box of wires. It's not a, it's not a bag. I got, a, I got a bag. You know, I got my, I got my bag of tools for your particular set of skills. For my particular set of skills, but okay. I have a box of wires. Okay, I'm All sorry. Right. A bag of yeah. what? Of tools. Bag oh, okay. of tools. Bag, okay. So, I am fascinated with serial killers and that kind of thing. So, um, if Philip ever comes up missing, shh, shout out to uh, me because shh, shh, he might have uh, fucked up, had to handle something. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, like, seeing, like, I most, most love profiling. To me, that's just, like, so interesting and cool that you can get into someone's mind and figure out why they did certain things or whatever so anyway on netflix they have this series called mind hunters and i believe it's can you check it's like 10 episodes but basically you have um four main characters you have holden ford you have hold bill tinch 
Wendy Carr, and Hannah Gross. Who the hell made these names? Yeah, I don't know. But basically, if you're watching this, you just need to know Holden. Because Holden is like the young FBI agent who's extremely smart, extremely talented, driven, and he just has uh, different ideals on how things should be done. So, up, oh, I see, uh, I hear a bear. Yeah, she won. Come on, bear. It's 10 episodes, by the way. Oh, it is 10? Okay. Pause break. We recording. Give me the phone. You want to say hi to the people? Sure. Hi. You use mad loud. I know you are. You you might have scared we, some people. We're gonna uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on your uh, on your skills. What's the, what's the last thing you watch? What what did me and you watch? Spider Man. Mm-hmm. How'd you like it? It was great. Okay. Cool. Sorry about that. <laughs> Oh, I love her. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) My hundreds is good episodes. So, um, basically, like, Holden's this up-and-coming FBI agent, and his boss is Bill. Bill and Holden's relationship, he kind of, Bill's, like, kind of, like, he sees him as, like, a son he never had. Okay. So, they basically are going in and um, investigating certain um, behavioral things and Holden's like wait a minute why don't we go talk to these uh violent criminals and try to characterize like their symptoms causes so maybe that we can get a pattern so this is like when like the term serial killer was uh coined and so basically so this is taking place in the oh in the late 70s okay okay yeah I'm sorry I forgot to mention that so Basically, the whole show revolves around Holden and his relationship with his girlfriend, Hannah. Um, And then, of course, Wendy, because she comes in and kind of brings the idea all together. So it's Bill, Wendy, and Holden working together. And um, Holden's, like, spearheading it because he's the one who can get into these people's minds and really know how to communicate with these psychos. Bill's like in the bet. And I'm for yo for real. Bill's like, okay, I'm the referee. I'm going to observe this shit and make sure that you're not saying something crazy. And then Wendy's the kind of person like behind the scenes, like the organizer, she's like, okay, you have this great idea. You have this great idea. But in order for us to publish this study, we need to do certain things. All right. So it starts off slow. Y'all. Because you have to get to know the characters. And then you're going to see like little um, slices of uh, murders going on. Or different things, uh, cases that they help solve. And all while they're building these profile for a serial killer, you're seeing... there's gonna, There has to be a season two. Because you're seeing them basically profile this person. But they don't even know he exists yet. Oh, wow. And so at the end of this season, you saw the, um, I'm, I'm assuming the soon to be killer for next season, burn all this stuff as if, you know, he's trying to get out of it. But the more interesting part in this series is Holden's relationship with Ed Kemper. Ed, (laughs) good old Ed killed his mother, decapitated her. Oh. Fucked her face. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, um... So you got a little hit. Yeah. So, um, this is what Ed likes to do to his victims. But, yo, the part that had me dying, and, okay, I have a dark sense of humor, but when Holden was sitting across from this motherfucker, he's just like, okay, so, you know, how many killings and everything? This nigga leaned in and said, well, in North America. Let that sink in. This nigga said, So, he, this is a well, traveling uh, he, type murderer. He said, he's, first of all, he says, you'll never find them all. Okay, and this is in the late 70s, okay? First of all, he said, you'll never find them all. Man. Second of all, he says, like, well, in the North Amer- in the um, North America 40. What? Yeah, man, if you gotta... So, this just goes to Get your passport that- up so you can go kill. Exactly. So, Ed Kemper is fucking nuts. And you get to see Holden and him build this relationship throughout the... Um, the series because you know Holden wants to pick his brain and understand what turned him into this and Ed Kemper he was like um he one of the things he said is that his like no one really interacted him interacted with him he was very awkward he was very isolated and he finds comfort in Holden and there's this ending scene that I tell you had me screaming. I was just like, oh my God. Like, I had to watch it again because I was... You did to so, cut your pearls? Because I was just so nervous. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. So I couldn't, like, concentrate on too much of what was being said. Like, I was just, like, watching both of the, you know, the individuals. I was like, okay, what, what what's going to go on here? Okay. But I'm telling you, Mindhunters is amazing. And if this is what season one is... They're setting up season two to be fucking phenomenal. So if you're into like SVU, you know, things where like, oh, that Angelina Jolie movie, remember with Ethan Hawke when she was a profiler? Yeah. That shit was good. If you're into stuff like this and really getting into like the characters and Mindhunters, you got to check it out. In fact, we need to uh, watch it. No, yeah, together. We together need to watch it because this is something that. Yeah, cause, cause no more on the couch with the Wilson. So, did I tell you I started another one too? See, I know I'm fucking up, y'all. Cheating. I know. I caught you cheating. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the couch with the Wilsons, baby. Yeah. Oh, we back on the big couch now in a lot of TV. Yo, we've been so lazy. Like, we haven't been lazy watching these shows, but we've been lazy about recording. Yeah, man, it's life. Life, man, (laughs) trying to choke hold you. Yeah, man, trying to put you in a figure four. For real. (laughs) 
Um, but no, we had a lot of oh the yo the Deuce. Uh, yes. Um, Talk about that. Michael Simon. Um, written. Um, directed Michael Simon, of course, you know him from The Wire. Oh, I didn't know he was linked to that. Yeah, he. This is his uh, baby. Oh, which is when you see explains it. it. Yeah, you'll you'll see a lot of um a lot of the actors from The Wire. Uh, D'Angelo's in there. Oh, that's right. Um, um, my favorite. Um, Chris of Chris and Snoop. He's one of the pimps. No, no, I'm talking about um Lester. Oh yeah, 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 that's yeah, my man, yeah, yeah. Lester. Uh, Le- Lester makes an appearance in here. Uh, one of the the guy that was the um, defense lawyer on the wire, I can't remember what his name was on the wire, but he was the defense lawyer. He's one of the cops on here. Um, he plays the sergeant. Got you. Um, but yo, basically, what it's about? It's about uh, New York's uh uh forty forty second Street in Manhattan in the nineteen sixties uh, and seventies. Um, it was a whole different world than what you see now oh, in yeah. Times Square, New York. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a lot of uh pimps and hoes and it's about that whole pimps and hoes. <laughs> we'll just talk about, about those, those I knows. And and those I knows include uh Method Man and Black Thought who uh both play pimps. Yeah. Uh the aforementioned um Chris from the wire is also a pimp. Who's that scary one? <laughs> um he's a, he's a, a newcomer. He was in something. Yeah, he was in a couple. He was in a couple other things uh, before, but um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna grab his name in a second. But basically, it's just really giving you the story from a couple different perspectives. You have um, a guy who's a um, who's a tavern owner who gets uh, linked up with the mob to um, to open up another bar and then ultimately open up um, basically uh, a brothel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And uh, it's it's really about how police basically sanctioned this to get it off of the street so that they can what we now know was the the beginnings of turning uh Times Square into the Times Square we now see where you know where they have an Eminem store where the uh <laughs> where the porno movie theater used to be where you know you can get filleted among uh oh. bums, drunks, drug addicts <laughs> and uh, a, a litter of rats. <laughs> As we, it's all depicted in the deuce. You laughing, but we saw that. <laughs> Man, she said a litter of rats. Um, the, 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 the season, there will be a season two. Um, there was. But, but don't forget, it's also showing you how the porn industry was coming about. Yeah, um, very, very, very key point. Um, it, it gives you the, um, the backgrounds of the beginnings of, of, the porn industry in terms of putting it on film, taking it from uh, little boxes in the, the bookstores to being on film. Ooh, crack's about to hit, ain't it? No. No, 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 no. I'm, no, so no. I'm, I'm thinking about Mindhunt, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the time frame, I was just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you jump, you jump yeah, in. Yeah, because I was uh, like, uh-oh, I was like, shit's about to get um, real. Drugs play a part, but uh, the, the drug of choice in this, um, you, you see heroin, but it's mostly uh, coke is what you see. This is uh, Studio 54 time. This is... Uh, they the the um deep throat um for those familiar with that oh yeah okay um so it it stars Maggie Gyllenhaal um I think she does a phenomenal job she, but I know a lot of people mad she in it because they just don't like her she, face she just she just blah to me I mean you know but uh I believe her character Jan- yeah no she plays she plays James Franco is another one of the uh more prominent names he plays uh he actually plays two characters he plays uh twin brothers. 
one who's a, a degenerate gambler mm-hmm. and the other one is the um a businessman that just trying to make you know a dollar out of 15 cent mm-hmm. and then you also have you you have um white privilege also stars in this you have a uh oh, uh, you have a character who's a, a a college student. She's she's going to NYU and she drops out to be a bartender to experience life, and, and piss off her parents. Yeah, and really piss it off her mom. Her dad know what it's going. Yeah, her for. dad's like, hey. But much like The Wire, this it's a it's a very large cast. It's an ensemble cast, and there's a lot of different stories being told um, from multiple perspectives. And you're gonna you're gonna have your favorites. You're gonna have people you don't like. Um, a lot of action in this. A mm-hmm. uh, couple couple uh, deaths of main characters, much like The Wire. So, if you are a fan of The Wire, I definitely recommend you giving this a chance because the writing is phenomenal. It's very yep. good acting. Yep. And it's a period piece, but it, it really I, obviously I wasn't around for uh for Forty Second Street in you know during that time frame. But I imagine. You know, from everything I've read and the documentaries I've seen, it captures that essence of that. You feel like you know yep. how that time frame was, so definitely recommend that. What what else? What else you got? What else we've been watching? Um, one thing we haven't been watching, but I want to check out is the Good Doctor. It looks promising. Yeah. Um. About he has like autism. Yeah, but he's like a phenomenal surgeon. He's like a uh. He's like a. He's like a, a chief uh, surgeon at, at a prominent hospital, but he, he does uh, have autism. So there's a lot of people that don't necessarily think he should hold that position because of his, I guess, what? Dis- I mean, I don't know. Shit. Is it really a disability? Yeah. He's doing all hot ass yeah, shit. Yeah, because he's like genius. He's <laughs> yeah, a like, genius really level a physician. You know, he just wanted to be left, left the alone. alone. <laughs> so that's definitely something that that's on the um the the docket for us to catch. Uh, we checked out Tiffany Haddish on SNL. Oh yeah, she's oh my god, she's one of our favorite people. That man. dolphin and cat skit, your ass <laughs> fell asleep. When I tell you, I was dying. Like yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and check it, man. But uh, and then you know Taylor Swift scared us with that first performance. Yeah, I was man. just like, was this what, like a throwaway Beyonce track? That's obviously a song that Beyonce said no to, and Taylor Swift was like, she, I'll take it. She jacked the beat of uh, Six Inch uh, Heels or whatever the fuck that song is. Really, T? You not gonna let us be great? The whole family in on this episode. I know this whole family. Well, yeah, but yeah, you know, much appropriation to Taylor Swift. Um, the second song was good though, but of course, it, she's but it's more her damn boy, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm somebody that uh, she's she's she's, she's a a, a white woman scorned. Yeah, I'm just like um, yo. Couple shows that came back for uh like in their in their later seasons uh The Walking Dead and Shameless. Oh, uh, two the of our Gallagher's. favorites. Sunday That's, nights is back, baby. Yes, uh, I love the Gallagher. The Gallagher's are my white family. Yeah, you know, you know I love them. Uh, shout out to Fiona, uh, Carl, you know, um, and Lip, Lip, Ian. Keep the whole- sober, my dog. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> yo! It, it starts off with them uh, spending their meth money. Um, that'll make sense if you watched last season. Um, and everyone's doing so much better. Yep, yo, and it's amazing <laughs> that you know that everybody's doing so much better. And I'm just waiting for the shit to hit the fan. As only a can on Shameless. Oh yeah, I love it though. 
But uh, Walking Dead, Walking Dead is starting off kind of slow because they're building. Mm-hmm. It, it, well, I'm not gonna say it didn't. It started off with a lot of impact, and then it moved into being slow in these next, these most recent couple episodes. But I'm thinking they're about to ramp it back up based off of uh, we're in what four episodes into the uh, to the latest season, mm-hmm. and um, for the most part, we know what happens minus any kind of like little changes they do. But I tell you what, I am here for. AMC is going to be doing comic book origin stories. Uh, it's basically they're going to be telling uh, origin stories of some of our Did favorite. I see some? Did I see this? It didn't happen yet. No, but I mean it... not see it, but I see a preview or read about it. We watched it together when we was watching Walking Dead. Robert Kirkman, the creator of Walking Dead, is going to be uh, executive producing and hosting it. Man, we watched so much stuff. I actually forgot. Okay. Yeah, so they're going to be they're going to be talking about like uh Batman, Spider-Man. They're going to be talking to, to uh um fans of the comic books as well as some of the creators. So you know Stan Lee is going to pop up. Oh yeah. Uh you know, Stan Stanley. still doing this thing. Yo, I know what I need to see. I need to see this Justice League. I need to see um What is that? Thor, Ragnar, whatever. And I need to see Black Panther. When I tell you I am so here for Black Panther, like... Man. Like, listen. February can't get here uh, listen. soon enough. Oh, and, it's coming and, out in February? It is. And and, uh, oh. and that would be Thor Ragnarok. Uh, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but, yo. And Justice... Don't forget about Justice League. I said Justice oh, okay. League. Listen. If anyone knows us, they know that we are a Marvel family and that it is... But we've been so damn busy... We haven't been able to see those. Uh, well, yeah. one's not even out yet, but we're, we're going to get to it. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, when uh, Black Panther comes out, all whole show. Yep. Complete. All. Yeah. All black everything. All black everything. In fact, yeah, I might just have to bust out what? We coming in there like King Jaffe Joe and Alien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might get my rose uh, petals. She's your... Listen, but yo, on another note though, and I don't even want to put this out there, but aren't you kind of scared of the first premiere? <coughs> Man, listen. Let, um, let, let, let's not act like. Hey, listen. Not, white people in your guns, do not fuck this up. Yo, all you, I'm saying is like I was like, oh, I'm going on the first day, and I'm like, am I? Yeah, man. Uh. I, I, I don't I don't like white people because they know it's gonna be a, a gang. They of, know we're gonna be in all in one spot, and it's it's kind of making me nervous, y'all. Yeah, I'm, you know I could see it, it, this turning into this beautiful black moment into we do some live like in the South. memorial. It, so be, be safe, y'all. Yeah, be uh, safe though. I'm gonna have to get my uh, bulletproof Black Panther. Uh, we might need the real Black Panther to accompany yeah, us I to think, this joint. I think so. Or we might just have to view it in Wakanda. No, they they need know. to. Yo, they need to do it like how they used to do uh, black movies back in the day. Oh, had, about the police? And yeah, shit. had all the police. No, they need and, to bring out the fucking bombs. No, no. Remember the when they did? Remember when they had NWA and they and they was like, oh, it's going to be all this, and they had actual. They was checking purses and we need bomb sniffing dogs because we have elevated from a shank. They are listen. If motherfuckers mm. are going into churches and killing up well, pregnant women, and, and we're we're being kind of flippant about this, but the real shit is is that yo, oh, I'm it, not. I'm see, I be saying shit, and people think I'm joking. I'm dead serious. No, I'm I'm, I'm saying like it's way too much wild shit going on out here. Uh, just oh. be safe, y'all. Just be be aware, and and you know, 
uh, of course, um, our respects go out to all those families uh, yeah. in Texas, uh, in Vegas, you know, but... It just you know, seems like the list just keeps getting bigger and bigger, man. It's, it's, not, like, it's not the guns, though. No, it's the people. It's, it's, it's never the guns, though. And that's it's, the, and it's that, the people and the fucking... It's, it's both. Yeah, because like, that, that was me being sarcastic. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely the guns. Because the dude that that shot up uh, Texas, he his uh, his cover photo on Facebook was an AR-15. So, woo. He was about that life. I just don't even understand. Like, that's yeah. a whole other show, though, y'all. But on a to end it on a better note, go see Black Panther when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, go on the third day. And uh, buy a ticket on the first day. There you go. Yeah. In the meantime, for all my uh, cartoon heads, uh, as my as my lovely lovely daughter Princess Zora tried to put you on, uh, Spider Man on Disney XD is that work. Uh, <laughs> so definitely check that out. And uh, the new Ducktales. We are the Wilsons, and we watch everything so you don't have to. <laughs>